Hi folks, Curtis Shelburne here, and welcome to the Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. A good place just to be and breathe and hang out for a while as we share some words about life in Christ. And that's all of it, I think. Life, that is. The good, the bad, the fun, the sad, the deepest joys, the toughest sorrows, all of it. I think we're going to have a good time, and I hope you enjoy this. I hope you tell your friends about it, and I hope you come back. This episode, episode 29, is called, Would a Miracle a Day Really Keep Doubt Away? I don't know how you feel about it, but I think a miracle just so several times a day would come in kind of handy. Now, I would be really exemplary in the way that I use the power to perform miracles. I promise. My granddaughter, one of my sweet little grandchildren, came in the other day, and she was all bruised up. She'd taken a fall off a scooter and hadn't come out all that well. It could have been worse, but she ended up at the emergency room getting checked out, and I could see why they needed to do that. She looked pretty rough. She was in that stage several days after where, you know, the bruises are turning all sorts of colors, and the scabs are just pretty evident, and... It just was kind of tough. She she looked kind of rough. She'd had a tough time, and she still was feeling the effects a bit. wasn't anybody's fault. It just happened. We get into scrapes like that, you know. And so she was having a tough time. Well, if I could perform a miracle a day, hey, I'm a good grandfather. Why wouldn't I just heal her immediately? Why wouldn't I just wave my hand or wink three times or do whatever it would take to simply heal her and have it all better, all the pain taken away, no more hurt. Well, she's doing fine, thank you very much, and she's back to her normal self, and she's bebopping around just like nothing ever happened. But, you know, I don't like to see my grandchildren hurt. And there are a lot of other people that I don't like to see hurt. I'm thinking of several right now, people that I love, who are dealing with cancer of one sort or another, I'm so thankful for the progress that's been made in the treatment of cancer. There's just been a lot of good stuff done, and some of it's pretty amazing. Having said that, when you're going through it, or someone you love is going through it, I wouldn't blame you for being a little ticked off and maybe a tad less than thankful occasionally that the choices still kind of boil down to slash, burn, or poison. Maybe there's some other options, but those are pretty much the main categories. And yeah, I know they know a lot more about what to cut and how much. I know they know a lot more about how much burning to do. I know they know a lot more about how much poison to use. There's been a lot of progress, but you know, I'm not so sure how much of a party you might want to throw while your loved one's going through chemo. It's still pretty brutal. Maybe they know again how brutal it can be and do the same amount of good less brutal than it might have been at one time, maybe a lot less than it might have been at one time, but it's just tough. It is so very tough that if I could perform a miracle just by waving my hand over those that I love, well, I'd do it. And I'd sure try to alleviate some of that suffering and pain. A miracle a day would be kind of handy. And I can just make a list in my head right now of folks for whom I would just love to perform one 
or to have one performed or to call in an airstrike to pop out a miracle and just drop it right on top of that person and give them an incredible blessing, I think I'd be all for it. Sometimes I think that if I could perform a miracle or if I could pray in exactly the right way, now there's a problem with that, folks. We're heading into witchcraft pretty quick when we talk about praying in exactly the right way so that we try to manipulate God and in some way he has to answer just in the way we want him to. Use the right words or Facebook faith where you have tens of millions of people praying and the more people are praying, the more likely you'll get your answer. I don't think that's biblical. I sure do want a lot of people praying when I want an answer and need help. And that's often, but A lot of our ideas are kind of nuts. And then, yeah, if I just pray in such a way that I will admit into my head no reservation at all, no hint of a doubt that I might not get what I'm asking for, then my prayer will be a lot more effective. Well, I don't see any evidence that that works. And it gets kind of cruel pretty fast. Oh, if you just prayed harder, if you just prayed better, if your faith was just stronger you'd get exactly what you want. That's not true. Yes, faith matters. Yes, God wants us to have faith, but nobody prays perfectly. Nobody gets the formula just right. We all, unless we're just completely, oh, I don't know, out of our heads because of our pain or not all that rational, we all know that there is in our minds at least some thought of the possibility that we might not get exactly what we're hoping for. And does that derail the whole thing? I don't think what we're talking about there is faith. I think what we're talking about there is what C.S. Lewis called mental gymnastics, and I doubt that's all that impressive to God. Faith, the kind of faith that I have, the kind of faith that I need, and I know I need a lot more is the faith of the guy that said, Oh Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. And it was faith enough. God loves us. He doesn't have to be manipulated. And he can't be manipulated. He loves us. He'll take care of us. He'll give us what's best for us. And we can be sure of that. It doesn't mean that going through tough stuff is easy. It doesn't mean that watching people that we love go through stuff is easy. It can be absolutely agonizing. We know God is good, and we know that we can trust Him. He's our Father. He loves us. Well, that little sermon, I guess, was free. I can go off on that kind of thing pretty quickly because it just ticks me off when I see people talking about faith in ways that really are very cruel to others, and they need to be a little quieter. That would be their greater wisdom. But faith is hard. It's hard for any of us. And so I'm going to ask in the podcast today, would a miracle a day really keep doubt away? Well, we'll talk about that in just a minute. In the meantime, let me tell you a little bit. You know what I'm excited about right now in so many ways, and that is that new album that's come out. I talked a little bit much about it the last time around. I talked about the CD that's available. I talked about the two USBs that are available, one that has the album itself on it and a lot of other stuff about it, and one that's larger that has all four of the albums that I've done on it, plus a single that I've done. All that stuff is there and it's available. I'll just tell you right now, the new album is entitled Almost Home, 
And I hope it takes you almost home. I hope it's a real blessing as you listen to these songs. It sure was a blessing to put it all together. What an amazing amount of help I had in doing that. I think you'll like the product. I think you'll like what we did. Just take a little trip over there in cyberspace. See what you think. www.curtisshelburn.com That's www.curtisshelburn.com And just check it out. Let me know what you think. You can go up to the contact button up at the top of that first page, the home page on my website. Click on that, and if you'd like to order something, just tell me about it. Give me your name, your address, etc., phone number, that kind of stuff, and I'll be happy to help you in any way that I can. I really think you're going to enjoy this album, and I'm so glad it's now available. And now, let's focus on faith. When we're talking about people and what they believe, is it not true to say most people believe what they want to believe? Is it not true to say God wants us to use our minds, but facts may or may not have much to do with what some people believe? Is it not true to say seeing is not necessarily believing? Is it not true to say not having faith is not possible? Everyone believes in something. Many in our society are so desperate for a God that they bow to the most popular and pathetic God of all. Instead of worshiping other gods or God, they worship themselves. Years ago, G.K. Chesterton made fun of skeptics who would, quote, complain that it is unthinkable for an admittedly unthinkable God to make everything out of nothing, and then pretend that it is more thinkable that nothing should turn itself into everything, unquote. Not believing really is not an option for anyone. We all put our faith in something or someone. I admit that I used to make the common mistake of thinking that living by faith would be easier if God would just make his presence a little more obvious. Maybe God could part the waters of a sea, go before us in a pillar of cloud or fire, shake a church sanctuary on cue at the end of a prayer, wow us in an obvious display of his glory. But how many miracles per month does it take to bolster that kind of, quote, faith, lest it falter during a drought or even a dip in signs and wonders? Is a miracle a day to keep doubt away, faith, really much faith at all? But sunrises aside, if we could just see God's power obviously and often at work in amazing ways that no one could miss, wouldn't it be easier to fall down and worship in amazement and awe? The short answer is no, it wouldn't. The Israelites of old saw the plagues of God and walked out of Egypt through the miraculously parted Red Sea. God visibly led them in a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Each day, God fed them with his manna. They trembled when Mount Sinai quaked with God's very presence. But, but Egypt is barely out of the rearview mirror, and already they're yawning at God, 
griping, and begging Aaron for a golden idol to worship. Years later, in John 6, the crowd Jesus has recently fed shows up wanting more food. He tells them that God wants them to believe in the one sent by the Father, and they ask him to make belief easy. Show us a miraculous sign, something like what Moses did in the desert as he gave our ancestors manna to eat. Then we'll believe. No, manna hadn't really helped very much. Not then. And when the bread of life sent from heaven stands before the crowd, they want a greater, more eye-popping sign. So at times do we. So at times, yeah, some things happen that just are utterly amazing. And God wows us in one way or another. But at all times, no sign is greater than Jesus himself. May we open our hearts to his presence each day and believe. Thanks so much for joining us on this Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. I'm so glad you chose to join us, and I hope you'll come back and spend some time with us again. If you like it, why don't you tell some friends about it? Sure would appreciate it. Have a great day.